wake and bake with the boys Pull out some weed and get high Dude smoking on the bong while Scotty's talking Way too long, got time to smoke one more Taking the message to the people now Keep smoking and growing and watching prohibition fall down Good morning, bakers. 5.30, waking in bacon, getting high, getting the day started, and uh, prepping for those holidays, right? Yeah, man. Absolutely. You're rolling up on us, huh? The new year is rolling up on us. 2018, sir. What will happen? Um, that's, that's not a question that anybody can answer. <laughs> you know, I mean, if you're, you're going to tell me what's going to happen, you're lying other than, yeah. It is fun to other than nothing, sir. Damn, I'm packing up some flow here that's stinky. I just got hooked up uh, over at a store dropping some recharge off the other day. And it's a little, it's just a tiniest nug if you're watching the show here. It makes, you know, makes it like you're wearing the Dutch, the Dutch. full on. Yo. I love it, but, man. Uh, but yeah, the different strains do have different buzzes. Flow has a very unique buzz to it, I find, man. Kind of a, a happy daytime uh, strain, I would say. No? Am I crazy? What'd you say? Am I, crazy? Am, am I crazy? Is that a, but, but I mean, I remember it gives me you know, like energy. I remember there was an artist friend of mine and he really would love, really requested the flow because he liked to just smoke it and do his art at work. <laughs> that is good. That is good. Yep. Um, speaking of the, uh, the flow here. Yes, sir. We're going to have to, I, I can't wait fully till break. Guru might have to throw up the technical difficulty sign. Now, apparently I don't have a lighter, but we can break, I can break down a little bit cause I'm a little, a little high here. So man, we'll flow that with is it. frustrating. I can feel for you over here, man. I made sure I had mine right here and, uh, I've got a cigarette smoker that works in the warehouse. So I had a whole rack of lighters, man. I think it was, I can't remember. I think Jared came in and gave me a whole rack of lighters. They're all Found gone, one. man. All gone. You know, I hear you. I hear yeah. you blame the cigarette smokers when that happens. I think so, man. There's something something about it, man. You put it in your pack or something, you know? All right. Well, who has you got for? Well, first off, today's show is brought to you by Green Pad Seeds here now, as well as uh, who else we got today? Oh, Mammoth P, man. Mammoth oh. P. So, and nice. executive producer, who we got? Dude, let's give it up to Demented Rob. He's been with us for a while, man, and he's fucking always responding to cool questions, man. He's always just participating over at dudegrows.com. So much appreciated, sir. Hell yeah. And I mean, speaking of the community over there has been awesome. I've been amazed with what I've seen with Grow Talk, um, the comments in the that even we rely on. You know, we're looking into it and like we don't know the answer. Like, hold on, let me read the comments here. And some people are really breaking it down. Yeah, I catch um, Guru reading Fudpuckers comments every now and again, man. Yeah. <laughs> 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 but don't forget that we guys are chilling on the holidays, hopefully whatnot. Get us some grow talk up over there, man. We're running a little light on uh, grow talk going into the holidays. Participate on the site, create a meme, get nugs for creating memes, get create some dank nugs. You're gonna get you can get thousand nugs if it's yep. featured on the show. Yeah, there's all kinds of way. And most importantly, even if you don't want to do anything, at least go over there, participate in the sense of search what we got to offer, man. There's a lot of knowledge there. Go into the growers too. Don't forget the Catman hung out for a while with a lot of great grow tutorials. Absolutely, there's um, Jay Mike. Maestro's got a form over there under growers, so some check it out. Growers over there definitely are. All right, let's see here, man. What do you got? Uh, <laughs> can well, I just can I be distracting, man, or can I distract no, you for never. a second? Just hit the first 
for the first uh, uh, link here, man. It just what would you do? You're, you're pretty manly, dude. What would you do if you saw this, man? <laughs> it's a kangaroo trying to choke out a dude's dog in Australia. All right, so now the kangaroo fucking squares up with the guy, and the guy just gives him a fucking solid punch right to the face. It was man. a good one, man. When you see that slow mo, it was good. It was like I gotta the be honest, head. like I'm all for like you know I, I, I'm I'm not for animal cruelty whatsoever, but that motherfucking kangaroo was squaring up with that guy, man. He was all flexing and shit, man. I don't know. This is your adventurous way into uh, what's growing on. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> it's one of those things, man. When you have, you know, if something's threatening, basically, you know, your 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 pet's considered like almost like your child, yeah, or you know, love you, one, absolutely. My friend's dog got run over yesterday. They are fucking beside themselves today, man. I feel like terrible. killed, ran over. Poor Lulu. Lulu's in heaven now. Dang. Well, if you, you react, basically, I was getting at you. You do have an involuntary reaction. Not, I mean, most of the time, where you're going to be like, I looked at that video. I'm like, hmm, would I score up on that kangaroo? I think that's what you're supposed to do. Like over there, it's just second sense if you're right. an Aussie or something. Right. But uh, yeah, you. It's just like when you see if you're if you're in a car accident, and you're trying to help. You know, you get that adrenaline switch. You're like, I'm gonna fuck some shit up. <laughs> That's dope, though. I love that. Look at him. Just boom. It's crazy, man. Right it's crazy. And PETA people, please. Come on now. Love animals. So now, now, all right, yeah, you're reminding me, speaking like the, the Aussie toughness and stuff, man. We got some cold coming into Colorado, bro. Like super cold. So I, I got my manliness up this morning. Jesus. And went, dude, you just laugh at this real quick because I went to go pick up some firewood. Right. Um, I don't get it too bulk depending because, you know, in Colorado, it can be like, fuck, it's going to be warm for like three weeks. But if I know a cold snap's coming, I go throw down like 50 bucks at the local firewood. It's actually cold variety firewood and i'm like i'm like i need some kind of wood you guys got i'm like i want something you know she's like you want some hardwoods i'm like yeah i want something that long burning you know it's a bunch of pine here in colorado that shit burns like paper goes quick we gotta mix it up man she takes me over to the pinion pile bro i'm like where's this from she's like pinion it's from only in extreme southern colorado northern new mexico and not only that scotty it's the Cadillac of hardwoods. This is my <laughs> hipster face. This is my dude's a hipster face. I do, I do appreciate your Cadillac I'm a cherry, hardwoods, cherry or oak type of guy for wood. Uh, I, I took time to explain to her that I think Cadillacs are pieces of shit and nothing went anywhere. But anyway. What, what, what are you on, nuts, man? Are you crazy? <laughs> hey, um, what, what do you got for sign of the times? Well, I will tell you that the best Cadillac reference somebody told me is one time I asked what the hell Mortadella was to a real like Italian mobster guy. And he goes, Mortadella is the Cadillac of Bolognese. I was like, <laughs> you can't. You, yeah. There you go. All right. I Using know it now. Cadillac yes, <laughs> does not upgrade your description. How dare anything. you, sir, man? There's nothing more badass than a fucking a big caddy, man. Rolling in a big caddy, going to the airport in an Escalade. Come on, brother. I've never done hmm, yeah. it. Still, <laughs> still on my, uh, on my to-do list, sir. What they call okay. it a bucket list. <laughs> I got the Cadillac of hardwoods for Christmas fire time. There you go. Let me be fucking with Detroit, man. <laughs> hey, I tell you what, dude, we were listening to some Nirvana this morning, getting pumped up for the show. And I was trying to explain, there's some 20 somethings that work in the warehouse, uh, you know, some younger guys. And I was trying to explain uh, like moshing, like real deal moshing, like with like people, like when they got tired, you would throw them up and they would like roll up on the top of the crowd till they got out of the mosh pit <laughs> and shit. And uh, it was fun. You know, it was like a good or time. Like where you're actually second guessing if you really want to go in there or not. You're like, okay. I never did, man. I fucking loved it, man. It was all nice people, man. You know, so uh, any, it any, depends at the concert, man. Yeah, I guess it some does. Shit, but man. usually you would 
fuck the guy up that was fucking people up. You know what I mean? Like, like, I don't know if I want to go long. into a pan- Pantera mosh pit back in the day. I'm just not sure. It was sure actually pretty cool. And the one dude that was fucking people up got fucked up right quick. And, uh, hey, Dimebag Daryl was a hell of a musician. Yeah, come on, man. Come on. Rest in peace. Yeah, Anyways, you're you. trying to explain it and they didn't get it? <laughs> they just thought we were crazy. And I'm like, dude, I guess so, <laughs> man. But the, the things are so different these days, man. I was listening to some, uh, some of the old like talk radio and like yeah, old Howard Stern. This guy, Neil Rogers, is one of my favorite talk radio guys. I was listening to one of his old uh, episodes. I have him on the internet from 1990. And God, I mean, things are so different, man. I mean, it's like people were giving cop reports and it's it's like so the community ways of communication were so different back then. It's crazy, man. Yeah. I mean, a hundred percent that goes on with every, uh, I mean, we've, we've had most of the extreme technological radical change in the past century or whatever. Right. At least in every day now, as compared to looking back in history, like the 1800s, 19, whatever, 1700s, not 19. Yeah. But go back to the seventies, you go back to the early seventies and people were living very, you know, chill lives, man. You know, I think the real, you know, you know, change in life came, mechanization really came, you know, I guess, I don't know, I guess really technically after World War II, but man, you could find as a kid, you could go places that were, as, as I was a kid, I go places that were really unaffected by time. Not so much anymore, man. Is this the we're old conversation? Uh, no, I don't know. Things are different. <laughs> I tell you what, I see things that. are so much different these days. <laughs> I was uh, may or may not have been smoking weed, being really high, and looked up and seeing a ninety nine. It was in in a shopping center or something like that. Not driving, of course. How could I be? And uh, saw a ninety nine cent or uh, ninety nine dollar virus removal sign, and was like, "What the fuck is that, man?" You know, I was looking for what clinic it was and shit. It was you know, it's the PC shop, you know. And I'm like, "Oh yeah, yeah, the viruses, man." I'm like, "PC." Sees get virus. Ninety nine dollar virus removal. And I was sign. like, it's not. I was like, what? hey, they got that now. That's cool, man. You know, but that's not close that to now. idiocracy. That is <laughs> idiocracy. <laughs> <I> no, <know>, right. <laughs> Go to get my virus removed, man. I'm waiting for my paycheck on Friday. <laughs> I was, this, this is the times now with uh, Xmas around and all that and whatnot. Sure. You know, it's fun to get really high and make some observations. And it's not even just Xmas, man. My my twelve year old or thirteen year old boy now. You took the um, Christ out of Christmas, didn't you, man? What's that? Nothing. He uh, whenever he has friends have a birthday party or whatever, you know, it's common now. Oh, I'll just get him a gift card, bro. Just get him a Visa gift. I'll get him a Target <laughs> gift card. You know, and I just see it too happening now with Christmas. And just get him a gift card. And I'm like, you guys are all lame as shit, man. Like, if you want to get a gift card. Give him cash. Four. Come on now. Yeah. Give me well, something that I don't want, like a fruitcake or something. Gift cards are fucking cool. People used to get fruitcakes back in the day. I knew you'd be on the board. Yeah, this is true. There are, there are, you know, maybe coworkers and. Yeah. Who doesn't want cracks. $50 to Outback? Come on. Get a terrible but bottle of wine I don't or want something. $50 to Outback, guru. Um, but the. Uh, I don't know. It used to be, if especially if it's for a friend, you know, it's like a friend that you're at school with. Try and get him, at least get him a gift card that's like dialed in. Like I was trying to tell my boy, like, okay, you guys all like to go to the the, the, the scooter place where they have the ramps and all that shit. Get him a gift card there. And then when he goes, he'll invite you to go. And then you guys hang out. Like it's kind of like a gift where you can do something or get them a gift in their hobby. Maybe they need, uh, yeah, I don't know. Just the real general shit bothers me because it's so, so little effort involved. You know, would, would you not be inside? Would you be insulted? at all if your wife and your daughter just gave you gift cards just visa gift cards scotty for christmas or <laughs> just, for hanukkah or for whatever you got going on just send your cash just send your cash <laughs> come on it's the same thing though <laughs> it's like here I, I mean i know i'm not scoring bonus points with my wife by helping up a christmas card with like cash in it 
<laughs> Come on. Yeah. I don't know. It depends what kind of chick you marry. I was looking on okay. Facebook at some of the chicks from high school, man. They probably would like just cards with cash in them. Okay. I'm going to take it over <laughs> to grow a little bit, man. Just a little... We'll grow talk don't know what you do. It, grow man. talk, don't forget coming up here towards the end of the show as well. Um, but I was just sitting here scratching my head the other day, and it's like I just wanted to push anybody that's in like a legal state, or if you just I don't care, you want to, you know, I would say grab your balls or whatever in an illegal state. But the way growing has gotten these days with auto feminized. You can grow one plant, yeah, like in a one gal, yeah, in a ca- like you could do just to just a one. You're starting to normalize. It's not hard, man. I mean, growing one auto feminized seed in I'm not even going to tell you to buy any nudes in a pre some one of these soil brands that says just add water. Uh, you're gonna freaking succeed. And it's like so many people like to complain about the price of this or how they're doing this or I can't believe the tax on this. And I just want more growing happening, man. I agree. Like. And can I give, give some advice? If you're going to grow one, you should grow four. <laughs> yes, this is true. And if you're going to grow four, you should probably grow eight. <laughs> four is pretty simple, though. I mean, four is a little square. You know, four, three gallons or four or five gallons takes up very little room. You can spread them out a little bit more. You can put those under a 315 and probably do okay. You know, or any kind of LED, 400 watt, 600 watt. You don't need any kind of special, you know, but, but it's the same shit. You're going to need to grow one high quality plant. You grow, you probably grow three or four and you won't have to, especially if they're autos, man, you're not going to have to, you know, they might not grow as big. Yeah, yeah true. I mean, and it, there is actually, and if you say, okay, well, granted to get the equipment to grow one, um, you have to buy a light and whatnot, but if you are allowed to grow outdoors or you have a little patio or balcony, you almost have, and you enjoy cannabis at all, or probably have a family member or a friend that would like to enjoy it. You almost have no excuse in my opinion. It's, it's your responsibility is to grow some, grow some cannabis, you know? If the responsibility is the ability to choose my own response. Yes, it is my responsibility to grow cannabis, sir. When did you, you first up. grew down in uh, in Florida? Was that your first time you ever grew? Yeah. Right? Yep, definitely. First time I ever grew was the first time my buddy, before he ever even smoked, I told you, my buddy handed me a bag and I go, what the fuck's with the seeds? And he goes, oh, that's right. Know. That's right. I said, well, if you, if, you, if you plant them, they'll grow. And he goes, I guess so. I don't fucking know. I throw them out. So yeah, I was growing that shit when I was 14 on my windowsill. <laughs> Some leggy ass, never produced flower type shit. Oh, no. I mean, I was freaked out when they started looking like real weed plants. After about two weeks, I was like, holy <laughs> shit, this works, man. It this really works. Shit. <laughs> You're but, expecting complete failure almost. And like, oh, that's awesome. Pretty much, man. Pretty dude, This is kind of funny, man. I was getting my balls busted this morning. Bruce Banner was in and he was uh, just like, when are you going to get your grow going, man? And, you know, he's like, come on, man. You know, I can't be, you know. You get back into the game. I've been out for about a year because uh, um, I left a grow that was what I think an eight or a 10 lighter. I think I had a 10,000 watt grow going, you know, it was old school with the thowies and whatnot, but uh, it was, uh, it was something that we, it was something material, you know, it was something where every month I was pulling, you know, four lights out, man. And it was like, it was something legitimate, you know, and I think about a little six by nine room that I don't even know if I'm going to be able to do veg and flower. I get, you know, I guess I'll just have to flower it out. Talking about, Oh, your little six by nine. You're not going, 
You're growing for different reasons. That's I what I mean. Actually- it's it completely different, man. I, I grew before because it was, uh, you know, I mean, I grew because I love the plant. I absolutely love the plant. But what I was doing for most of my adult life was running either eight or 20 lighters. Eight was a small one. 20 light was a big one. Running all around the state, fucking, you know, doing all sorts, you know, li- living the lifestyle. It was an absolute career. And, and the reason I did it was because it, the best I could come up with before was pulling six, $700 a weekend and uh, getting clobbered with tax or God forbid something medical happened or I had a car fender bender or something and just getting crushed with life and cannabis and growing commercially or growing, you know, in the black market back in the day was a way to get ahead, man. It was a way to, uh, to, to not have life, you know, the $15 an hour work, you know, whatever, you know, 60 hour work, we crushed me, man. And, uh, yeah, I got out of it. by the time I was 25, I was, I was running these grows and it represented a hell of a lot of freedom to me, man. It was really fucking cool. It's a hell of a lot different than a hobby. You know, now you couple and they couple with that, the whole hustle and the whole illegal aspect of it, man, where dude, it was difficult to fucking get paid on shit. It was difficult. You know, with all, all the information was underground. Um, man, there was a lot of fucking, you know, adrenaline rush and elevated heartbeats, man, you know, driving, you know, 18 pounds around and whatnot. So there was just a different, uh, it it was, it was a, you know, I'd I'd say it kind of just, um, I don't, I don't know, man, you know, running a six by nine room just as a hobby is just completely different for me, man. A hobby gets behind my career. I got I have, I have other careers now, you know what I mean? I run real growers and dude grows and I have a family and I spend a lot of time with to go lock myself in a, a six by nine room gets like fourth or fifth position, unfortunately, man, you know, 10 or 11 well, o'clock. Is I will when counter I get to do that it. by saying, I thoroughly enjoy growing in my four by 12 because I'm not production growing anymore, such as you, you know, in the sense of a four, eight lighter. And I don't have to be forced to spend too much lockdown time on trim sessions. Sure. And I can go in there and I, now I plant plants in there to where on a four by 12, I'll put two plants and have room to walk around them, have room to hang and get the, uh, therapeutic. That's why I was you know, preaching earlier. I want people not just to grow to grow, but when you plant a seed and you harvest a plant, there's like free therapy there for you, free horticultural therapy. So I, I don't know. I don't know what my takeaway is. And, you know, kind of sounded like having the option just to grow a few plants in the five by nine is, is like a bum, a bummer for you. It's not. It's just a fucking complete step down from what I'm used to. I'm used to going into uh, into a room. That's a good thing. It's a good thing not to have a flower and a veg. Fuck. I used to have two flowers and a beautiful big veg to fucking grow anything I wanted in, man. Now I have one veg that I can flip the lights on when I'm ready. It's just a little bit disappointing is all. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's I'll, just I'll, I'll build two flower rooms in a veg in a five by nine. Bring Fuck it. Fuck yeah, man. That's what I need, man. So you want me to start jumping up and down and getting excited about shit, you know? <laughs> anyway, man, that's my, that's my rant. That's my rant. I'm changing. That's your rant. Bro. Now you want to laugh. Now you want to laugh here. Oh, come on. This guy's fucking <laughs> cool. I just, I do love it, man. I love hanging out with the, with the crew, learning from the crew. I'm, I'm just not locking myself in a, so, in, in a, in a, in a basement anymore, man. But dude, come on. Look at, look Scotty what this guy sent me does. a video here. That was like, he's like, check this out. And I didn't know what to expect, but here I'm gonna, I'm gonna play it real quick. And basically this cat, it's only a minute long if you guys are watching the video show, but so he's good. partying, man. He's getting ready to hit his dad break. Hit this man. Oh man. And then he's got the he's got the handlebar mustache, a yeah. fully bald guy, looks like about his mid fifties. He's hitting his dab rig right now, pretty hard. And then he takes a shot of a brown liquid, which looks like whiskey to me. 
And then he hits a stab again immediately. No, no, no. He <laughs> takes a bong hit. He straight up takes a oh, bong hit. Oh, it is, hit. it is, it is. Dab, he shot a whiskey bong. A fucking big ass beer. That's like a 24 ounce beer right there. He's chugging right there. Oh, God. So I was waiting for the throw up is what I was waiting for. Yes, <laughs> dude. But then they get up and leave the Ikea. And they fucking did all this sitting at an Ikea furniture store, man. Like sitting at a coffee table in Ikea. I mean, that is fucking hilarious, man. Oh, it was an Ikea challenge. <laughs> that is awesome, bro. I don't know. Oh, that. so they had to bring all that in there and set it up. That is pretty dope. It says, get wow. the fuck. This has to be one of the greatest plot twists of American cinema. <laughs> I love it, man. Well, Starting to enjoy social yes. media a little bit, man. What's that? I said, I'm starting to enjoy social media a little bit, man. I'm starting to learn how to use it a teeny tiny bit. Yeah. Does YouTube comments fall under social media? It does, man. The whole social media thing is about communicating with people, and I really do enjoy it. No, oh, well, before I get into the YouTube comments, after all of our grow talk, we got so so into it. I forgot to mention, if you guys are inclined to grow your own, man, don't forget Seeds Here Now is a great place to get seeds. They are wicked fast, and uh, it's kind of like the what Jimmy John's. It's like surprising, I guess, sometimes. But <laughs> not only that, good service. Sued. Awesome selection, like tons of breeders over there to pick through autos, feminized, regular. Uh, just land race varieties <laughs> and all kinds of badass seeds stepped up, helps uh, support dude grow show uh, coupon code dude 10 over there. I believe will hook you up and uh, I'm about, actually I'm going to order next uh, cause we were, we are going to order a couple seed packs. None of us ordered anything yet. I'm going to order uh auto fem auto feminized. So yeah. if you're listening to this show and you want to give me some recommendations for auto feminized in the YouTube comments, I'll definitely check them out. And go over to Seeds Here Now and check them out. That's what I'm going to need for my non-flowering room, man. My Solamente Veg. Outdoor next year, I want to do some auto uh, femme too. Just a couple. Try. I want to try, like, you know, just chilling. Maybe in a five-gallon, a partially shaded sun area. You know, just playing around, man. Just playing around. Yes. I enjoy growing all the time in any form. Boom. Sorry. You are cool. You are so cool. All right. YouTube comments. We were talking. Sunbeam chimed up on YouTube and said, hi, guys. Caffeine free month? Question mark. Um, I was just thinking about how that now today I had no coffee and well, the same strains seem a lot stronger. I don't nearly have to smoke as much and it gets me baked more while I'm a sativa guy. Interesting. So. He's saying, he says, if I give up coffee completely, I might be looking at dumping the mellow strains. I don't think he means dumping them and keeping them. He's saying when he doesn't get caffeinated at all, Hmm. he gets more, he gets higher. But your caffeine, I didn't think that had anything to do with your endocannabinoid system. I love the way you say it, man. Um, I don't know. I I didn't experience that at all, man. I really didn't. I mean, I really love to drink coffee and smoke weed at the same time. So to give up. I've, I've always heard smoking weed and drinking coffee is poor man's Adderall. Hmm. A poor man's Adderall. Poor man's sir. Adderall. Not, what's that? Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's what I've I've always not heard that the called. coffee I drink or the cannabis I take. Yeah, in. I think neither of those apply for me, man. I mean, I drink. So, I could drink a lot of coffee and smoke a lot of weed, but I don't think it would. What are like you that. having? Regs and Insta Coffee or something? <laughs> Maybe. <know. laughs> anyway, it does. Uh, then again, it. I, I mean. I don't have much issues in quotation marks, if you will, with caffeine. My, my son asked me, and he just last night, he's like, Dad, what drugs do you, what drugs do, you do or have you done? And I go, I started off, I go, well, let's see here. First <laughs> off, caffeine. And then, you know, listed some other stuff. Well, and, son, uh, it's better to regret something you have done than something you haven't. 
Well, to him, he didn't. He, he's like, no, I don't. I don't. I don't mean caffeine. I was trying to make him get it. I'm like, well, you should mean it. It's one of them. And uh, but anyway, um, I will not be giving it up. Scotty, you talked about maybe giving up. Did you give up any caffeine recently? Yes, yes I have not drank caffeine in a while. I don't know. It's been about a week. Is all it's been. And uh, yeah, I don't feel any different. <laughs> I really don't. Like no, I'm not really sensitive. Or- I used to drink like I was drinking five shots of caffeine, and it like barely did. You know, of coffee rather, and it barely did anything to me. So uh, I'm just not sensitive to it at all. Your caffeine, yeah, you've you've burnt that part of your system out. Yeah, like I can literally drink like two, you know, like a double shot of espresso and then fall asleep on the couch 15 minutes later <laughs> for real. Oh, shiz. shit don't All work right. on me, man. Sunbeam, thanks for chiming in, man. Let us know if you do a caffeine free month or if any other cats have any correlation out there with getting higher. Well, not, maybe it's because your system isn't, you know, there's nothing else in it. There is something to be say, said about noticing one effect of one drug more than another than combined effects of multiple drugs. Sure, sure. All right. What is the DGC smoking on? Speaking of some drugs, can we call it drugs? Do you guys like cannabis being called a drug or just a plant? Uh, It's a plant. I mean, I guess the technical aspect of it, it's a drug, right? It's an extremely beneficial drug. Yeah. Yeah. But it does fall under the like definition of drug. No problem. Like if we just were to pull up, pull it up. Why do I feel like guru could just. Well, I mean, if caffeine does, it alters, alters your state of mind. Yeah. I think so. All right. All right. Well, let's see what the DGC is smoking on here. Over on dudegrows.com, get your dank nugs up and a thousand nugs here for Ganja Hobo. Um, he goes Jamaican Dream, Dream, and Quazulu. <laughs> right? Sounds right. exotic. Um, he goes, this is the first two picks on my Jamaican Dream. I had to harvest her a little early because I guess I cut the newts out too soon, and she took way longer in her flowering time. Yeah, I'm not so sure about that. But regardless, man, you got some dank nug pictures here. I like the uh, down here. Yeah, your third one. I don't know what uh, phase of bloom you're in, but the trikes are definitely looking good. Just getting out onto you, a sugar leaf. And the last picture here, good job, man. I would love to smoke that. That reminds me of what did he say it was, a heavier sativa? Okay, Jamaican dream. Beautiful. I'm going to have to get a heavy sativa going soon myself because this lemon G, I'm almost uh, – I've been smoking too much of it. You know what I mean? Sure, sure. Change it up. Man, that Jamaican weed is a happy weed. I went over there and got myself an ounce, and I was like, I don't know. It's, it's weird. It's like, it's not like, you know, it's definitely outdoor, and uh, but, man, it's got a great vibe to it, man. It just has a great buzz to it, I should say. Um, he, he says also the dude, the other ones here, I don't know if we're going to chime in. The other two uh, seeds are that was the KwaZulu, South African land race. Mm. What could, what does that mean really? Give me give me a quick land race. Like it's not it hasn't been bred. It's like native to this area, it, right? It, 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 yeah, it's indigenous to that that area. Like it it came from there. Never been bred, crossed by humans technically. Nope, not hybridized at all. Maybe by animals or birds or monkeys. That's right. By the land. <laughs> anyway, thousand nugs, man. Thanks for getting the dank nugs up. And uh, let's move on here. What else we got? Oh, we got some funny ass memes. Oh, Who man. put this up? The Santa one. <laughs> just the Santa one creeps me out, man. I was just thinking about creepy Santas, and I was thinking about Santa and Coca Cola. Like, why is it every time I see Santa, I think about a Coca Cola? This is from Dabby Bullman. You know? He's got a picture here of Santa. Yeah, just chilling, like little cardinal looking at him in snow, and he looks all happy and jolly, and says, "Baked Santa loves them cookies." <laughs> <laughs> I love it. 
And this uh, reminds you of Coca-Cola Classic, you're saying. Their marketing campaign, was that successful? Yeah, I just, I Googled it, and it was like, yes, Coke did embrace Santa back in, like, the 40s, and they've been, like, uh, you know, like the the red and white and stuff like that is, uh, I don't know, they were just saying, like, that it's uh, correlates with Coke's advertising campaign. Ah, uh, it is. They're, they're, yeah, they're full colors to yeah. me. But the just, campaign that, go ahead. No, it's all good. What do you got? I was going to say, the campaign that got to me with them was when I think about polar bears holding Cokes. You know what I mean? Nice, man. They touched you, bro. But anyway, I, I Googled Santa. Santa if though. I was Santa, I would be baked the whole time for sure. I mean, you got a freaking, you got flying reindeer. Let's just stop there. <laughs> right. Anyway, let's see here. We got another one. What did you find here from, uh, oh, what is it? Oh my God. Come on, man. That guy's not creepy as fuck. That Santa's that, creepy. Is that okay? I don't know. We'll let this meme speak for itself. Uh, it's definitely creepy. We'll call it the creepy Guru. Santa. You see, that? <laughs> you see that boy in the saxophone and the and the swimsuit sitting on Santa's lap? He looks about eighteen years old. Okay, you you can't tell me that like just from like the story of Santa is a little bit creepy. Just if you think about it, it's like it's an old guy that dresses up in a costume and sneaks into your house at night and leaves gifts for your kids. Oh, don't be harsh on my buzz, man. Come on. It's kind of in your house, man. <laughs> yeah. So this last one, well, since it is the holidays, it's just I'm sure none of these are Photoshop Santa holding a couple cute little blonde girls. And one of the girls is just flicking at the camera off <laughs> straight up. And uh, I love yeah. it, man. I love it. That's America for you, man. It's America. What do you tell your 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 younger kids when they're getting close? Like my younger daughter's like, is she has something about Santa, and I just like halfway change the subject. I'm like it's about the spirit and presents, you know? Don't you want presents? Anyway. Oh, come listen to all the drugs I did anyhow. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> all right, are we getting ready to get into the news here? Should we take a break? Where yeah, let's at? do it. Yeah, let's do it, man. Let's take it. Let's take a break. Come on back, man. We'll hit a little bit of news. Cool, cool. We got some news coming up, guys. Check out a little bit of your grow on Instagram as well as some grow talk questions. Hey, Guru, will you do me a favor and will you just play, uh, would you showcase like every meme on the first page of the memes? Oh, because yeah. Because they are fucking hilarious, guys. You are just crushing it. Thank you so much. Uh, I go and check them on my phone every now and again and I just laugh my ass off. Be at the supermarket in line just laughing out loud and people look at me like I'm crazy again. <laughs> All right, let's do it. Go over to tootgrows.com, hang out, and get your own memes up. Keep them somewhat appropriate, you know, 10% appropriate. <laughs> Real Wanna push your grow to where it's never been yet? You're gonna have to give your soil some soul, so it's living. Recharge your soil with life. It's not strange. Let them eat what they want. Stop for speed in them junk Cause there's a hundred million microbes ready to go to work So let the nature grow your dank Cause life is what makes us grow 
was growing weed And my quality's always been decent But how can I grow the cannabis That makes me scream Jesus The kind that gets me so high I'm feeling like nature kissed me The answer's always the same You gotta fill your soil with what's living Recharge your soil with life It's not strange, let them eat what they want Stop force-feeding them junk Cause there's a hundred million microbes ready to go to work So let the nature grow your dank Cause life is what makes us grow All right, let's see here. We got the news kicking. Yeah, man. You mind if we get in a couple stories? I found this interesting, man. Did you see this? Uh, okay, the cannabis. Shout out to the cannabis, first of all. Really good source for news. Um, 13 sweet leaf bud tenders swept up in Denver police raid. Sweet leaf is a, a dispensary, a chain of dispensaries. Man, that's pretty fucked up that... that uh, they're, they're in there busting people. Like you think about it, man, being a butt tender, you can get a criminal charge against you, man. If you don't follow the rules to the T. Oh, but did you read what they were actually doing? Yeah. I left it open for you. <laughs> <laughs> I left it open for, they were literally like seeing the same guy, like every hour for like six, Wait, no, 16 what, hours. One of, one of, one of the undercover cops came in 19 times in five hours, getting an ounce each time. Right. Um, Okay. No, the, like, so, the most ever sold to to one undercover cop, I believe, was in one day was something like five ounces. Right. I can get nineteen ounces in one day. And, uh, what it's it's an ounce, five ounce. Or what's the limit? And one ounce per day. Limit? The rule, the rule in its words is right here, right out of the MED right. uh, Marijuana Enforcement Division says a retail marijuana store and its employees. I'll play these employees attorney here. There ain't no trouble. You guys don't worry about it. Them okay. A retail marijuana store and its employees are prohibited. From from selling more than one ounce of retail marijuana flour right. or its equivalent in retail marijuana concentrate or marijuana product during a sales transaction to a consumer. Okay. So basically that's how it's defined. One ounce of marijuana retail flour shall be equivalent to eight grams. They just break it into, but the, the bottom line is here, according to the marijuana enforcement division, it says that in a transaction, you can't do more than one ounce in a transaction to a consumer. Okay. So I would think an attorney, hmm. until this is cleared up and made more specific with a time frame period, these employees, there's all different transactions. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I mean, and, it, and you got to think it's kind of fucked up that they did go after the employees because it, it was obvious. It was shit, obviously man. one of the owners had been saying if they leave and leave the building and then come back in, sell to them again. Okay, so this must be for our safety. So I mean, how much weed would you be able to overdose on? Can you overdose on an ounce of weed? Uh, no, you can't. Right. 
Hey, how, what's the limit to uh, like how many bottles of Jack Daniels you can buy if you go to the Costco liquor store? I've done it before. Bought a thousand dollars worth of liquor for a big ass party before, and uh, nobody stopped me. Nobody even worried about me. You know, if I, I mean, would have drank one of those bottles in the parking lot, I would have fucking could have killed myself or killed somebody else. I'm looking at a picture down here because they got all their mud shots. I scrolled through my poor Devin, you know, so maybe Devin goes to work and he gets high as a mofo and it's a very busy work environment and he's supposed to keep track of, you know, uh, did I see Joe earlier or not? I don't know. All right. I know is I can sell an ounce. Every transaction was what I was to- like. So I think that the they're, they're, they're going to get off on this. I think it sucks that the, the police department are putting their resources and trying to screw with these people that are trying to make a living. I uh, just, they're not benefiting themselves personally. I mean, I'm, I don't know. I don't know if the boss at sweet leaf is like, Hey, whoever sells the most ounces gets a gift card, which just sucks. Anyway, I don't like those, but <laughs> you know, off anyhow, I, I, man. I think there's better things to do than busting bud tenders for slinging some ounces. In, yeah. I mean, unless the guys that, you know, I, I do understand the idea is you sh- if you can go to the store cause you're 21 and go buy an ounce of weed and then go, I got a kid in middle school. Do I really want a 21 year old going and selling the weed to the middle schoolers and you know, that kind of shit, I guess that's what they're trying to, uh, they're, they're, no, they're trying to stop people from getting, uh, like a pound over the course. Are of they really, days sure. and, they really and, and dealing state. it out themselves or, or, or shipping ship yeah, it out of state or dealing it somehow. You could be dealing it to high schoolers and middle school. It could be shipping it out of state, but I don't think they're trying to stop it because they don't have their, their tracking system doesn't track. If I want to go over to the herbal cure, pick up an ounce, I want to go over to sweet leaf and pick up an ounce. And I want to go to the other 40 dispensaries around and drive right. around all day and right. pick up ounces. I can't. Your tracking system doesn't track. It's it a good system they, though. They don't claim to have it track. Right. I'm like, dude, it's 2018. If they gave a shit, would it right. be that hard to put in a tracking software system for you run somebody's driver's license because you have to do we that? We all have med. Oh, yeah. I guess you're right. It's rack. Yeah. yeah That's just- it, dude. You got a driver's license. Boom. That license is uh, tagged at point. It's like, I don't know. I don't think they really are trying that hard. And right. I feel sorry for these bud tenders going through this shit during the holidays. Yeah, I do, too, man. What, what a bunch of bullshit and have to go through. Uh, and I think after this, it will put clarity in the MED's wording of, okay, a transaction means a, in a 24-hour period or whatever. That's bullshit, anyway. man. Transaction I mean, means when, you when, when Homeboy up, hands dude. me the money, the transaction, and I hand him the stuff, the transaction's over. When he comes back five minutes later, that's a separate transaction, man. I'll be fucking trying to yes. reference the, the money from before, man. That's over. I think any decent attorney should be able to help them people out, no problem. Right. All right. Transactions. Literally, I wonder how many people are doing that. I mean, you could stay here for a week and just go hit every dispensary every day once getting your ounces and you're, you're probably you're getting ounces after tax and everything. Probably like at 17 to 1800. I mean, transaction, though. I mean, dude, if I go back, I mean, not ounces, pounds. Sorry. So, sorry I'm just thinking if I fucking go to the 7-Eleven for a, a soda and then I, my wife goes, can you get me a soda when I get to the car and run back in? That's a separate transaction. If they're, yes, if, if that's the, the, the wording, I mean, it's not a 24 hour, unless they say transactions in a 24 hour period, but I don't know if the wording is transaction. then I think those bud tenders got a leg to stand on. That is the wording. All right. You guys need me to represent you with my opinions and my non-professional <laughs> legal t- jargons. I will. <laughs> I like the lawyers when they're working for us, man, you know? All right, let's go on to the next story here titled Some Colorado Police Chiefs and Sheriffs Shift Attitudes Toward Recruits Past Marijuana Use. So it says Denver hasn't budged, but Aurora, they changed it. So it's really weird in this article. They go through 
at least in Colorado, it's not like a statewide thing. Every department can choose their own, you know, oh, we don't want anybody to if they if they've smoked in three years, we will not hire them. And I mean, the if guy that they're smoked, interviewing is a dick, man. You know, some people go ahead. Yeah. Who is a Denver civil, uh, who is Earl Peterson, executive director of the Denver civil service commission. Uh, what I stress is if people are using it, come back in three years. I'm blunt with people. You're also an asshole. And you're also, uh, profiling to get people, you know, to, to lose compassionate people. I mean, people, this is the worst one too. He also says right in the next sentence, Scotty, people who want to be in public safety have to have higher standards. Sure. I wonder if he's trying to have a pun there. <laughs> higher standards. I just but, come on, man. We all know cops that go to the bar and drink their problems away. Being a cop is not easy, man. You know, I mean, that shit comes with some uh you know, you know, some mental baggage. And I know a lot of cops that drink their problems away. I don't know them personally, I should say. I don't know any cops, man. I've heard of a lot of cops, friends of friends, man. And uh, what are the state, you know, how long has it been since you had a drink till you can get hired? You know what I'm saying? Is it three years? Is it two years? I don't even give a shit about the comparison to alcohol. I just don't like that he's saying people want to be in public safety, have higher standards, because that's horse shit. Completely well, like, what right what are the standards? That's what I'm saying. What are the standards? So they can't drink beer either, huh? They got to be, and, and what are the standards no that's and it always like i said it changes by de- some departments are being more lenient they're like look you know if you've if you've had it in the last year etc but either way all the departments once you get on board of course you can't you can't talk like you it's you're not you're gonna get fired right you pop in a drug test which completely sucks um but i was like how do they do all this like, i would like cops a shitload better if i could smoke with an off-duty one man <laughs> You know, and I, I know that sounds ridiculous, but if there was a cop in my neighborhood, I'm 46 years old, you know, the garages are up, you know, actually I don't live in a neighborhood anymore, but you know, the garages are up, whatever you, you go and you stop by your neighbor's house and you bullshit and you drink a beer with them would not be the least bit uncommon. I'm sorry to keep going back to the alcohol reference, but to drink a few <laughs> beers with the cop and get kind of shitty, you know, and what is the difference in Colorado drinking a few beers with your buddy in the garage and smoking a joint or taking a bong hit very little, man. Yeah. A hundred percent. I mean, on this, it depends, I think, on how how good of a liar you are, because I'm like, OK, well, obviously, if I smoked within the past three years and I haven't in a while, you're not going to pop me on a drug test. Well, so don't they, they go, make them do the, the lie detector test? And stuff oh, yeah. And they go Denver and Aurora. You can fake Aurora. a polygraph. Hold on. Hmm. They go Denver and Aurora warn against applicants trying to fudge the truth right. when filling out applications. Both departments of their tests, background investigations, polygraphs, and psychological evaluations, a.k.a. waterboarding, are designed <laughs> to catch people lying. And that, too, disqualifies candidates. So, I mean, you got to be a good liar. How are you faking the polygraph, Guru? Slowing your heartbeat. Go, oh, come on, man. Come on. <laughs> there's a <laughs> there's a guy, I don't know where I heard the information, if it was on Rogan or wherever, where you know, he said that if you you gotta you gotta work at it, but it's like when you like do like a, a clench, like a clench on your literally like say, part of your butthole. Whoa. He's like, if you can hold that the whole time you're being polygraphed, <laughs> he's like, I swear to God, get a machine in. He's like proving it. And I'm like, that well, is no, so and, weird. And you can throw off the baseline too, because they do a baseline and they ask questions they know the answers to, and then they use that baseline to compare that's, the two. You can throw off the baseline by, by changing know. your how, how your body is reacting to the stuff I would bite and then the, go through and then you can do the same thing when they're actually asking the questions they're trying to figure out. I'm going to look that and up. Polygraphs so aren't right. admissible in court at all. Right. Right. So hey, I've, I've, I've thrown bullshit, man. 
Real quick, I just want to say I've thrown them off by biting my tongue while answering the questions. Okay. It, no, for real. I'm serious. That's a, that's a legitimate what? technique. You bite your tongue and it fucking elevates your, it gives you a strange sensation. You know what I mean? It's doing something. It throws their baseline off. I wear these underwear that give my balls a light electrical shock. That's what time. I'm saying. Yeah, man. <laughs> Oh, I got to give those back to you, by the way, man. Thank you for that. <laughs> anyway, you know our our feelings here on the show, man. I'm all for law enforcement using cannabis, you know, as a obviously not on the job, not actively. That's the number one problem with cannabis is how do you detect how high somebody really is if they went to bed smoking a fat blunt and then they wake up to go, you know, be a police officer. Um, they're they're going to be above any limits that th- – People set. Wait a minute. But, I, I, somebody goes to bed, smokes a fat blunt, gets in bed at 10 o'clock. By 1030, they're out. You know, a cop, this is. Mm-hmm. Wakes up in the morning and he's refreshed and goes to work completely refreshed, man. I, if anything, there might be a tiny bit of residual uh, cannabis in his system that would possibly make him a tiny bit more mellower or more compassionate, I would think. And when I say mellower, I know it can be dangerous to be a mellow cop. But to, to be more compassionate, instead of beating somebody's ass, maybe, maybe he, would, he would have some compassion. That's, that's the problem I got. Cops are what's supposed to be peace officers, community peace officers. You know, we had a, there's a missing person I looked on Facebook this morning in Fort Collins. There's this chick, you know, yeah, that blonde woman. Yeah. Very normal looking girl could be one of my friends. It's just missing. She's been missing for days. You know, they look, they go in, they, they look at her house and there's like a struggle going, you know, there was a signs of a struggle, forced entry. You're like, dude, you need the cops then, man. You know, if some, somebody's a missing person or something like that, you got to rely on the cops. It sucks that we think of them as our adversaries that every time I think of a cop, all I think of him, him doing is wagging his finger at me, doing something slightly wrong and telling me it's going to cost me 250, 300 bucks. I mean, shit, when I was a kid, tickets were 50 or 80 bucks. Now I fucking, I go 45 in a 35 zone. I get, uh, you know, you know, it costs $250 because the cops are out to fucking buy a new tank, a new armored vehicle for their fucking. Hell yeah. Woo. Yeah. I don't know. Kind of <laughs> freaks me out, man. <sighs> Okay. Well, don't get too freaked out. Dude, we had a the guy had a chimney fire down the street from me a couple of days ago. There was like 11 cop cars. There was four fire hydrant. I'm sorry, four, uh, uh, you know, giant fire engines. There was like 20 vehicles and this guy just had a fire on his chimney, went up and put it out. I mean, come on. You don't think they're overfunded? Yeah, I don't know. I do not know, sir. Yeah, I think so. I don't know. I, I saw living proof of it yesterday. You know, everybody wants the cops and the firefighters to get more stuff, man. Absolutely. We all love them. I'm going to move on to some of these grow hashtags. Over, hashtag do grow show. I yes, sir. On Instagram, guys. A couple of these guys throwing up some of your bud pics. Loving it. This is from Mr. Moho Resin. And what's up? You don't like that? I like it. I just like the way you talk, dude. Good. Moho Resin. <laughs> and he's got a great picture. He says, bulking up and smelling like what? Smelling like old Italian man's cologne. Okay. Oh, I like that, man. I like I that. I mean, I haven't, that's kind of creepy, but very unique. <laughs> so your flowers smell like old Italian man's cologne. <laughs> oh, shit, man. That's good Good looking stuff. buds there, man. Good looking buds. <laughs> um, call it Charlie. Who else we got here? We have uh, grow, grower underscore supply. Hercules. What? Hercules are finishing up. Can't wait to try four different Finos. Uh, nice looking bud, man. I mean, he's got that. This is almost where that purple LED light and makes the, the bud look. It just makes it look kind of cool. Dude. Sparkling off the trikes. Yeah. I mean, that thing's fucking frosty. I could comb those trichomes, sir. 
I'm going to, yeah, bring back the regs, man. And it's probably going to be worth more because there's so much tank bud these days. The last one here, McConaughey, 840, hashtag dude grow show. And Joe says, hash, no fall colors or amber trikes yet. They're fuzzy, but though. Look, you're looking good for sure, man. Yeah, I mean, it's everybody. I guess it's the way breeders have been doing things these days as well. But, I mean, there's so much sensimilia, if you will, all around. Oh, that was beautiful, man. Yeah, everybody's stepping up their game. That's for sure. Who you got slinging recharge, man? What's our grocery store check-in? Oh, come on. Let's give it up to Eco Garden Supply in St. Paul, Minnesota. What's up? Yes, St. Paul, man. That's where you get your hockey and your pop. All right. Hang out. Your oh, and, and, and shoot some stick, man. Minnesota fats. All right. Grow talk, Deal. guys. Let's get into the grow talk here. Deal. That was my dad's hero, by the way. He would he would like hang out on Saturday afternoon and he would stay home if Willie Moscone was playing Minnesota Fats on pool on TV. Who's what? Willie what? Willie Moscone. That was my dad. Is he one of the Minnesota Fats? He would, he would usually play Minnesota Fats. Those two guys would play in pool. Ah, okay. Yeah. Start of my second grow from re-maximum. Re-maximum. Nice. (laughs) All right. What's up, homies? Yo, what's up? What's up, man? What's up? Sup means stand up paddleboard now. It's a new thing. Anyway, just it's not new. Just finished. um, And I'm smoking some of my first harvest. Hell yeah, I bet you that feels good. Finished four plants, three by three tents, two gal pots. That's what I'm saying. Four is a nice number. Nice square. Cylinder is Mars Hydro LED. And he had a very, very good yield and quality. And let's just take now a second there. We're always ragging, you know, Mars Hydro LEDs are, you know, they're in a, really inexpensive. You can buy them on Amazon or whatever. Fuck yeah, man. I'm so glad that you, you grabbed something, whatever, you know, that fit your budget, hung it up and got yourself a what, three by three tent. You shouldn't take a huge, crazy light to, to get something from there. And uh, man, I'm so glad that you, you grabbed your balls and went for it, man. Yeah, but unless it's a chick. Right, right. Yeah, it's true. I'm sexual. Then what would you say? I don't know, man. I don't know either. Yeah. I don't know off the I tip only of my balls. Anyway, <laughs> now I'm on to my second grow, doing a 600-watt LED with another 300-watt added, stacking it up, getting that light. He goes, I'm going for six skunk number one autos. He's got six feminized beans. He's nice. using some soil mix. He goes, two parts ocean forest, two parts happy frog. And one part perlite and half worm castings. Didn't really put much thought into the mix, but I had great success. Yeah, that's just like me in the store. Up. Be like, hmm, give me two of those, one of those. <laughs> give me six of those. I'm going to mix all that together and it'll probably be pretty <laughs> good soil. Anyway, he goes, didn't really put much thought into the, okay, got that. Um, so what is the, with this soil mix and the fact that I'm growing autos, I think I'm going to shy away from bottled Fox Farm Newts. I think that's a good idea. Um, we say, you know, autos with covered aren't typically as nutrient needy. You're, he's in a close. pretty enriched. Yeah, he's in a pretty enriched mix there already. Um, he can almost probably go a full grow. Uh, but he goes, he's going to stick with recharge and maybe even give, he's going, he's beating me on this, one-eighth feeding <laughs> of newts. Wow, that's a half of a quarter, man. A week or so before flowering um, is, is, is supposed to hit and work my way up in strength. Okay, what I want to know. He goes, is, does my so- how does my soil sound? Sounds good, man. Some folks say happy fog and ocean forth can burn plants easily if not careful. We've heard that. We've also heard growers planting their freaking seeds right in ocean forest right. and doing fine. Right. So, I mean, it, it's it's really – I'm going to shy. I've had it burn my cuttings a little bit one time, but, you know, it, it's growers' experience. So I'm going to leave it at that with that. 
Um, I would say most of the time starting seeds or cuts, you do want something a little bit more airy and not fully inert. But that's why Fox Farm specifically makes their light warrior instead of Ocean Forest for starting stuff. All right. Um, how quickly should I start using my recharge, Scatty? First week of veg, question mark, or do I let the plants drain a little bit of the nutrients from the soil before they give them the recharge treat? What do you think? Not throw it in there. I mean, the recharge is bacteria, so it's different. It's it's not a bunch of nutrition. It's you know, it's not it's not a bunch of N P and K. It's a bunch it's like of minor ba- nutrition, though, right? With the it, kelp. Yeah, it has uh, that has like yeah. What do they call those? God damn it, trace elements, man. But very, <laughs> very small amounts, you know what I mean. But it's and it's not. Uh, you have N, P, and K, which are your macros. You've got what your give me give me the uh, secondaries. You got calcium and magnesium, magnesium and sulfur. sulfur. Okay. Yeah, there you go. So there's, I think there's five secondaries or something like that. There's a bunch of secondaries, and then there's a bunch of trace minerals, man. So the kelp has a bunch of trace minerals in it, but uh, it doesn't have a bunch of nutrition. What it, what they, it, is, it does is uh, these bacteria are basically bags that eat fertilizer. They'll process it. They'll hold it. They'll take maybe 20% to live on, and then they'll, they'll excrete it out into a plant-available form. So it, it kind of protects your plants from overfeeding. Gotcha. Yeah. It's, yeah. A, it's really a good I mean, compliment to those, those soils. I'm going to tell you, if you want to go not even one eighth and just your mix with an auto with the recharge, start to finish, you're going to do all right. I mean, you know, you could like, you got your one eighth, add in some newts, watch the plant and whatnot. I don't think you need it. I don't think with one eighth bottled newt strength, like, you know, you're going to hurt, but uh, you got a pretty enriched mix, and autos like aren't. I don't. I don't know about all of them, but from what I'm learning so far, aren't very as hungry as our fully uh, female cannabis plants that don't have the ruderalis in them. Yeah, that's that's what I saw when I, I only grow two of them in my life. But those, I, I think I watered them both like twice, maybe twice the whole time. I, I say I'm sorry, not watered nutrient rather. Give nutrient ruderalis. You know what I mean? I do. I do. I like those words. Anyway, I'm going to got a couple more grow talks, but first I'm a shout out to Mammoth P kicking guys. If you want to get uh, good, I'm going to call it like, you know, a trick up in your bloom game, man. If, yeah. you, if you got a program, you can add this to any nutrient line. It is a set of microbes that are going to be making your phosphorus more available to your plant and really kick on some flower size and just break. I always say, I always want to say solubilizing, but is it they're they're fixing like phosphorus fixing? I don't know fixing. I I always thought fixing meant like nitrogen fixing, and that was pulling it out of the air, fixing yeah, it from fix, the atmosphere. Fixing is pulling it from the air. That's right. That's right. We've yeah, gone over so this. Solubilizing, I thought, was just taking it from you know where it is, making it into a soluble form and or available making form. it into a plant available form. Yeah. Okay. Diggity. Well, I'm pretty sure the the scientist is almost done with his world tour, and hopefully Colin's going to be in studio here early January, so we're going to have some sit-downs and hang in and some good questions nice. and get some more information. But I can tell you so far from the feedback that I've got in our crew, check it out, Mammoth a P. Yeah. Let's see. That being said, let's go to 12-12. 12 on 12 off. By is it 12 10, 10. on and 12 off, though? Let's see here. It goes, hey, DDC, this is my first grow, sour diesel, about six weeks into flower, and my timer came unplugged, so my plant was in the dark for almost a whole day. What could happen to my plant from now, if anything? Mm. So he's just trust, you know, going along, 12 on, 12 off, like you said, and he unplugged his timer on accident, so the light didn't come on for a day. 
So what I would do is leave your light on for a week. No. <laughs> and when this used to happen to Florida, every Florida grower is uh, used to this because you'll have a hurricane or a tropical storm that'll come through once a year and you'll lose your power for a day or something like that. And um, it's not a big deal. Well, no, because they're short day flowering plants. So having having just a whole night period, I mean, it's, it can cause some minor stress to the plant, but it's sure. not as near as bad as having a light come on during exactly. a dark period or the wrong time. Exactly. That'll fuck your shit up, man. But just keeping it off for 24 hours really isn't a big deal. I've had hurricanes come through. The light's been off for two or three days and uh, yep, no, no problem. Still got a nice harvest out of it. Yeah, you can shut down. I mean, I don't know how, when, what the exact, like, uh, I guess it depends on what point you're in bloom. The further along you're in bloom, you can shut down. Sometimes it's mandatory. Like, dude, I got to shut my lights off for two days. Like I got either, maybe you have something going on at your house. It's a rental. Somebody's right. contractors working. I don't know, but Mom's a couple of days up. at least I've shut down before completely with lights. Um, but, uh, yeah, better than having them come on. Yeah, looks like Maestro. Uh, he, he agrees. Another no, Southern grower. Nothing bad will happen to your plants. An extended dark period for your, for a few hours during flowering is no big deal. You just lose a little bit of growth. I agree, sir. All right, let's go on to can. This is from Hog Boy. <laughs> okay, Hog Boy. Uh, can I top everything? Uh, so yes, you can just do it. The Scotty <laughs> real method where you walk in with those gardening shears, yes. you know, the ones that are like three feet long yes. and just start. Ha- don't even worry about cutting at the nodes or any of that. Just go chop, chop. Anyway, I think I've seen you do that. Um, All right, I'm new- get every dollar, <laughs> get them yields, baby. I'm new to growing and I've had luck with topping and low stress training. My question is if I top the secondary branches of my girls, they will react the same as the main. Will they react the same as the main stem? Will they produce two stems in place of the one? Guru, why don't you define secondary branches? I'm talking just anything that's not the top tallest, tallest bud. Side branching. Tertiary. Yeah, like what you're finding them. <laughs> you're finding them halfway down the plant, at least, I'm thinking, is where, you know, and they don't reach canopy. That's going to be a secondary branch. And no, I do not top those. If I'm going to do anything to those, I'm just, I'm removing them. I'm taking them back to the stem because there's so many times in an experienced grower, like I've seen people watch me trim up in, in fl- like week four of flower and they're like, oh shit, you just took off, you know, I'm like, dude, trust me, it looks good now, but it's going to be one of those like just half ass buds at the end compared to what I want yep. that energy going to the top. So I would remove your secondary branches. Well, you're talking the little, the little ones. I look at it like plumbing, you know, I used to be a plumber. So if you have a little quarter inch of like water line, think about like the water line going to refrigerator, it can only deliver so much water and nutrients. You know, if you have a big, thick, uh, stem that that's pushing a big, thick, uh, you know, whatever branch out, then you can trim that and, and cultivate it to get it to, to deliver a big, thick bud, even if it's a side branch though. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen it's some, been, I've seen some, yeah, it's all just, about where the light is. Yeah, definitely. <clears throat> definitely. But if you've got to trellis things or whatever, you know, it depends if you've got a plant count and you're really trying to get the most out of each plant, man, you can trellis some, you know, some side branches, just they can't be super thin. Like I said, I think of it like plumbing. Yes. Think of it. You used to do plumbing, correct? That's true. That's why I think Wait, of it plumbing, like plumbing and HVAC or just plumbing, plumbing and air conditioning. That's, that's how I get to meet so many, so many good grower friends, sir. So many girls. You didn't ever meet the and like I, the hot the hot lonely housewife. They called you over, and there's really nothing wrong. Uh, <laughs> they're not hot. 
Oh, anyway, yeah, I thought one, one time when I lived in South Florida, my uh, current wife's father set me up on taking over his pool route for two weeks. And I'm like, dude, he's like a testing pool boy. Me. You're a pool boy <laughs> for two weeks. I was a pool boy taking over his route. And I'm like, dude, he's going to mess with. He's going to have one of these chicks mess with me to see if I'm like going to fail since it was, you know, his daughter. Anyway, right. is that how you got that tramp stamp? <laughs> yes, completely. <laughs> Can I remind the Colorado growers, please? There is uh, another chance here. If you're listening now and you're in Colorado, dude, go to dudegrows.com forward slash way to grow. They do have a good contest over there. They got some gift packs they're giving away for the holidays. Does some recharge up in those gift packs. Um, they have like a grand prize, I believe, or giving away like a Phantom DE. There's plenty of ways they got like five different ways you can try to win. Um, so we listed them all over at dudegrows.com forward slash wait to grow and uh, see what you can get your hands on, man. Good supporter of the show. Uh, so check them out. It's our go-to store in Colorado. Yeah. Very cool. Very. All right. Cool. I mean, that being said, we're about ready to wrap it. I can tell uh, we have been uh, liking you guys. Don't forget your holiday burn pack, man. Um, gardening you gardening, the letter you.com. That's our uh, non plant specific way to support the show. Yep. You can get a one, a one and a couple uh, DGC uh, smoking papers or smoking papers. <laughs> <laughs> what what I, what I old man Johnson. Hey, why don't you roll a joint? One of them smoking papers. <laughs> the burn pack is a member one blown by mountainside glass with two packs of custom DGC papers. Um, you can also buy six month memberships there. You can also say, I don't want to deal with any of that jazz, but you guys are doing a good job and just straight up donate via PayPal. Any amount help support the show. I just heard the other day, Guru was telling me we need a new laptop soon. Oh, um, so all this shit does add up and he can continue uh, to yeah. take the battery out of it when he wants to use it, man. <laughs> we're, we're trying to show up every day. So, uh, yeah, give back a little gardening, the letter you.com. Appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely, brother. All right, man. I don't know if you got anything else. I'm about ready to finish this one and go, uh, I don't know. Let's you know, do it, man. Guru got spread me the holiday spirit. <laughs> got me baked Normalize. today, man. You gotta Normalize watch. it. You, What's you, up? You got to watch pulling out of the mystery jar here, man. Pulled a, pulled a couple buds out of the mystery jar for smoking on uh, on the show today. Oh, which one'd you go? Oh no, the one that makes you feel goofball. <laughs> I did mystery. Why do you do a mystery jar? You know, that's like if banners hanging out. I don't like it when people are like, here, I got some bug for you, and then they. Put, I mean, I know you're de- you're dealing with what you have to work with, but he put two different strains into one jar. Like, oh, go, man. man, like, dude, your cloth's contaminating. <laughs> now the SSHV is gonna taste like the VV21. Yeah, the terpene the bu- profiles are gonna get all mixed together. Dude, and you're not gonna know what's about. going on. Oh my god, man, we've got a palate to maintain here, sir. Yeah, dude, I don't want that Italian freaking cologne shit. <laughs> anyway, let's put it in the bag, man. Stay higher, guys. Let's do some shout outs. I love it, man. Come on, let's get out the low key 1,203. I don't know. <laughs> I just go with 1,230. Nice. How about George Nam? All right. Gracie Green Thumb and AKA Uncle Red. Yeah. Slavic Sal and Tonky Dog. Robert Meebe and Ronald A. Culp. What up? There you go. Hash Mount and B. Howard, 76, 716. Yes, sir. And we got over on Google Plus, man, Kenny Shizpang. Yeah. Greenbeard, 420. Don't forget about Nomad Grown and the one and only JR Token, sir. Ooh, and yes, I hope you don't find those mangled remains. Yeah. Good stuff, brother. 
All right. Keep it real out there, guys. Normalize it. Tell your mother-in-law. <laughs> Smoke her out. Some people love to blaze up the deck. Yeah, we get happy for noon. And with the boss man's is to take a little break. That means we're lighting up a dude. It's just weed. It's just weed. I like to keep a good buzz on, on, on. It's just weed. It's just weed. In my toolbox, there's a bone. Some people start their day off with a pill. It's what the doctor says to do. They shake their heads and natural medicine. Go ahead and try something new, new, new. It's just weed. It's just weed. I like to keep the good buzz on, on, on. It's just weed. It's just weed. I like to smoke it all day long. Yeah. Get weed. I ain't done nothing.